This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. I cannot believe that it is the end of the year already. Like 2022 is over. And that is just so insane to me because I feel like I remember so vividly what I was doing in the beginning of 2022. But then I look back at the beginning of 2022 and this year has definitely changed my life more than any other year. Like so many more things occurred this year than I think any other year of my life. And I want to do a little like recap in the beginning. And then I want to go in and tell you guys my goals for 2023 because I'm a big New Year's resolution girl. I have stuck with my New Year's resolutions. I actually don't know what my New Year's resolutions were last year. So I need to see if I've like reached those. But I like doing New Year's resolutions as one like habits. So habits that I'm trying to incorporate into the next year, which is what I'm going to talk about in this video. But then I also do New Year's resolutions where I talk about how much money I want to make the following year, follower count, subscriber count, work related things like with Rella, we have goals, I guess they're not resolutions, but they're like goals for what we want to hit by the end of 2023 and what we're working for in 2023. So I have those numerical goals, but in this video, I want to talk about the habits that I'm going to be implementing. And I feel like that's more of a resolution. You know, people are like, I want to work out more. I want to, you know, be healthier. I want to eat cleanly, whatever, cleaner, eat cleanly. I don't know. So (laughs) I feel like that's what a lot of people do, but then because they don't have a plan for it, it just ends up failing. And so I kind of want to talk about how I'm planning on implementing this and what I'm trying to do because I don't like those just like fluffy plans of like, oh, I just want to, you know, be healthier. Like, okay, what does that look like? Like, that's so intimidating. How do you just start being healthier? Like, what does that mean? And I'm just someone that I need like a roadmap and steps with how I'm going to get to that goal. And so that's what I'm going to do. But let's just recap, you guys, let's recap my year, my 2022. And I'd encourage everyone to do the same. 
whether you do it privately or you post it on social media, I think that it's such a great way to reflect on what happened and you can really see how much life has changed. So this year obviously started the year at 25, but in January, I launched my app. So Rella launched officially in January. It's been something we were working on for half of 2021. And so to see it launched in the beginning of this year was absolutely insane. And now it's been out for so long that like I can't imagine it not being launched, but I just remember what a big deal it was that we had launched it then. So I started the new year with that like kind of deadline approaching that was super, super intimidating. It, it was something that I've been just spending so many months leading up to it. So the fact that it was finally happening was like such a weight lifted off of my shoulders, but it was also really, really scary. So I started the year on New Year's Day, actually at my friend's apartment. I went to my friend Caroline and Catherine's apartment. And at this time, you guys, it's crazy to think, but at this time, I was only friends with like Caroline and I had only met Catherine like once. And so they invited me, my boyfriend at the time, my boyfriend's friend and my little sister, who was also spending New Year's here, invited us to their apartment and we played True American. I think it's called True American. Yeah, True American, the game from New Girl. And it was so much fun. But that was my first time meeting those girls. I had only known Caroline very briefly. I met Catherine like once. And now at the end of 2022, these girls are my absolute like best friends. And so it's really, really crazy to see like how much can change and develop in a year. So that's when I first met them. So that's how we started the year. So started the year in a very good note. That game is so much fun. I highly recommend anyone to play. It was a very chill and like low-key New Year's. Then went and launched the app a few weeks later. So that was kind of the big moment in January and the honestly one of the biggest moments of the year. So that was really, really fun. February, I don't think much happened. March, not that much happened. April, though, April was a month where it was my birthday. So I was turning 26 and my birthday is a holiday for me. There are some people that are like, oh, it's my birthday. I don't want anyone celebrating. I don't want the attention on me. And I am kind of the opposite. Not that I want the attention on me, but I will use my birthday to celebrate like my friends. And what I mean by that is like I want every single person that I love in my life to come and like we can party together, we can celebrate together, like we can all be in the same place, we can use it as an excuse to have fun, kind of like how people use, obviously like people use bachelorette parties to like bring all of their girlfriends to one place. I do that, but for my birthday. So for my birthday, I text all my friends that are scattered throughout the country. And I'm like, I'm doing something for my birthday. I'm renting a boat, I'm renting a yacht. We need to celebrate, come down. They all come to Miami and it's just the most fun weekend like of my life. Like it was such an amazing time. And I had all my friends that I hadn't seen in so long celebrate. And it's not the fact that's like, oh, it's my birthday. I need my attention. But it's like, it's my birthday. And I know people will use this as an excuse to come down. And so I just love celebrating it. And I love like hosting and like doing fun things like that. So that month in April, I obviously celebrated that. I celebrated other people's birthdays as well and did a lot of boat days. I think every weekend in April, I was on a boat, which was definitely ideal trying to recreate that this year. And then in May, I went to New York for two weeks and I had like a mental breakdown. I remember just feeling so incredibly overwhelmed. I was really anxious. I was getting sick. I 
felt like my skin was breaking out. Like it was just a really low month for me because of how much stress I was under. And at that point, I had thought that we would have closed the round by then. And we had like no leads for fundraising. And it was just a lot going on with work. I didn't feel like I was rooted because I was like constantly traveling. And that's when I realized like New York City is so freaking exhausting and I don't miss it at all. I was just so stressed and overwhelmed and I wasn't happy there. Like I wasn't, I, it was a really, really low month for me. And then June, July came around and I don't really think anything like super significant happened then, but in August is when we started getting our first checks in. So in July, we actually got our first check. So I should say July was a significant month because we finally got our first venture capital check in July. And then we ended up filling most of the round up in August. So that was really, really fun. But also what happened in August was I broke up with my boyfriend of four years. That was my most listened to podcast episode. So you guys definitely know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I was in a relationship for four years and we broke up. And that was just one of the worst months of my life. So it was hard because like the first half of that month was so exciting. And I was entering this new chapter of being the CEO of like a venture backed startup. And even though I was always the CEO of the company, but like now we were venture backed and like the stakes were just higher. So I was going from that to then being like so heartbroken the last half of the month and breaking up with my boyfriend and just being so unsure of the future. And so like, it was just so scary. Like it was, it was the hardest period of my life that I've ever had to go through. And so that was just a really, really rough month. And it was kind of like a, a bittersweet month because the beginning was nice. And then the end was, was really bad. And if you want to hear more about that, then definitely listen to the podcast episode. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tip are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet, Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heiress Tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's theouai.com, promo code RealReal. Then in September, that was another really rough month because it was my first month being single in literally, you guys, nine years. It was my first time being single in nine years. And I say that because I had jumped from relationship to relationship. So I never really was single for that long. Like I was single for like three months only. And like before that, I was still like talking to people. So like I just never felt like I was fully single. So it was my first time being single. It was really hard to adjust, but I just threw myself in to distract myself. I went to New York. I hung out with friends. I had friends that came down to me so that we could like they could like be with me while I was, you know, sad. I visited home. I visited my friends in other cities. Like I was just like, go, 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 because I just didn't want to face reality that I was, you know, not in a relationship anymore with that person. So that was a really hard month. But it actually was a little bit better than I had thought because I distracted myself so much. Like I really, really poured myself into these distractions. And then October was also rough because I had thought that I was supposed to be like feeling better, but I just wasn't. And so it was kind of a hard month for me. I was still like really, really missing that relationship and that person. And then in November, I started feeling a little bit better. Like I feel like November, I started feeling a little bit better. Nothing significant really happened. And then now we're in December. And I will say this four month mark of the relationship being over is the very first time that I feel like I'm slowly moving on. Like I didn't feel like I was moving on whatsoever the first three months. And then this fourth month, I'm like, wow, I... I feel okay. Like I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm like ready to kind of put myself out there for the first time ever. And it kind of like gives me chills thinking about that because I just never thought that that would happen. And if you've been through a relationship breakup, you definitely know the feeling of like, wow, I can't believe that like 
I'm ready to move on because when you're in the beginnings of it, it that feels like that will never happen to you. And I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling like I'm ready to put myself out there. So we'll see what happens in the new year. Which brings me to what I'm excited for for 2023. And it is these goals and these habits that I have. And I hope that these can inspire you and spark a conversation because that's all I want from this podcast. And you guys are great at it. So keep DMing me whenever you listen to the podcast and let me know your thoughts on kind of just anything that I'm talking about here and if you relate to any of these. So I'm going to go through and talk about all of my New Year's resolutions and my goals, starting with the first one, which is to be more present. This past year, 2022, I feel like I have been so all over the place and so like like I haven't been rooted whatsoever. I've been traveling. I haven't been present. I feel like all the time my head is, hmm, where's my next thing? Like when is the next thing going to happen? I've been planning the next trip and I've been gone like every single week. I literally think the longest that it's been without being on an airplane is probably three weeks this year. Like I am always on the go and I'm always on a flight and I'm always traveling and I'm always trying to make it everywhere. And it's just really prevents me from being present in the moment. Like I want to enjoy my apartment. I want to put love into my apartment. I want to put love into my friendships here. I want to explore different neighborhoods and different restaurants and I want to cook more and I want to just be home and I want to like be able to make plans without being like, oh, well, I'm out of town this day. I come back this day. Then I leave again. Like it's just so exhausting and it's really, really taken a toll on my mental health, like I've just felt really, really unsettled and I don't want to feel that way. And so I would love to be more present and travel less, which is funny because I recognize how big of a privilege that is to say that I want to travel less. Like most people, their goals are to travel more. And I think if you're someone that doesn't travel, then amazing. I highly recommend it. But it comes to a point where I've been doing this for the past, like, I don't know, like since I've been like a sophomore in college, I've been on the go all the time that it's just become really, really, really exhausting. And I really just want to be more settled and actually travel less in 2023, which is hard because my family's in North Carolina and I do like to visit them often. So I do enjoy like going home a lot. But at the end of the day, I really would just like to feel more at home where I am here in Miami. And so that's kind of one of my big goals for this year. And then this next goal of mine might come as a shock to some people because I don't really talk about this that often, but it is to drink less. And by less, what I want to do is this might even sound like a lot to some people, but I do not want to drink more than three times in one month. And some of you are probably like three times in one month is a lot. And while it is, I'm not talking about like getting drunk. Like that's not what I'm talking about because I don't really go out and like get like plastered that often like that's not something that I find that I'm like doing all the time so it's not like I'm saying like oh don't go out and like get super drunk only get super drunk three times a month like that's not what I'm saying I'm saying physically like drinking alcohol three times a month and that includes a happy hour that includes you know drinks with friends that includes like a girl's night where wine is involved because growing up you just see how much of life and socialization and relationships and friendships is surrounded by alcohol and it's centered not even surrounded 
centered by alcohol. And I think any city is like this. Like people might think, oh, yeah, Miami, you must drink a lot. I actually think Miami is a city where you don't have to drink that much because there's so much to do that doesn't involve drinking. Like you can go to the beach. You can go outside way more like all year round and do things outdoors and go like kayaking or paddleboarding or whatever it might be or like go to a little day trip wherever you know or there's like tons of farmers markets all year round or whatever you want to do like there's a lot that you can do here that doesn't involve alcohol but there's just being an adult in your 20s every single social event revolves alcohol like oh okay any date night revolves alcohol any time you're going out with friends usually involves alcohol and I've just realized like I don't like the feeling of drinking all the time like even if I'm not again getting out and like getting super drunk just the fact that I'm drinking like two drinks here and there when that happens multiple times a week like you can feel it and I really don't want to be that person And I don't want to do that because I don't feel good about it. Like I myself, my body does not feel good when I am constantly consuming alcohol. And it's something that I've realized like these past few months, like I haven't gone like a single week without having a drink. And it's not like I'm drinking by myself because I actually told myself a long time ago, I was like, I do not ever want to drink by myself. Like I'm never going to be someone that like, oh, I've had a stressful day at work. I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. Like when I'm home alone, I don't drink wine. I don't drink beer. It's purely socialization for me. But I really would like to find more social activities to do that do not involve alcohol. So my goal is to only drink three times a month. And I think that that's pretty realistic because it's like you have a full week of not drinking and then, you know, you can still drink like once a week the other weeks, which I think is realistic and which I think is something that is actually reasonable. I'm also going to do like a dry January where I'm not drinking at all in January. And I'm really excited for that. So I'll let you guys know how it is. And I say this because I think sometimes when you say like, oh, I want to drink less or I'm going to do like a sober month, people think like, oh, do you have like an alcohol problem. And that's why you need to do that. And let's just get rid of that stigma. And let's just realize that society as a whole has an alcohol problem. Like, let's be real here. We can't do or maybe I'm speaking for like the people I'm surrounding myself with and myself, but we can barely like everything that we do needs to have alcohol in it. And I feel like that is just something that I want to get away from. Not to say that I don't enjoy a nice drink, not to say that I don't enjoy going out with my friends, because I do. I enjoy it actually too much, but I hate the way I feel afterwards and I hate the way that I feel throughout the week. And I've started realizing that I've been more forgetful lately and I've been more anxious lately and like tired lately. And I know for a fact that it's because of the amount that I've been drinking. So in the new year, I'm cutting that going dry January. And then after that, only drinking three times a week or (laughs) three times a week, only drinking three times a month. So if you guys care to join me, let me know. But that's just something that I want to do. And I also don't want to feel guilty for like going out with people and being like, oh, actually, I'm not drinking tonight because I feel like sometimes people feel shame in that. People are like, oh, are you judging me for drinking? Like, no, not at all. Literally, I would if I didn't make this goal of mine. You know, it's not like any judgment whatsoever. It's just something that I want to do personally. And I hope that as a society, we can be more understanding of that. So, yeah, that's one of my New Year's goals. The next one is to work longer and like grind more 
which might surprise you because I feel like I always post about productivity. I feel like I'm always kind of like doing things, but I just have felt like I haven't been giving my 100% all. And I've been trying to maintain this like work-life balance, but then everything is kind of like half-assed or like 80% done or 80% done well. So I really want to like compartmentalize and like work a lot harder when I'm working and like not be on my phone and be more productive and just like really grind it out versus just kind of always being at like 80%, which I feel like is what I've kind of been doing these past few months. So I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but one of the things that we're doing is I'm actually getting an office at a co-working space with my co-founder. So that's going to be great because I've realized I'm just so much more productive when I'm out of my apartment. I think COVID obviously made everyone productive in their apartments, but now we're getting to a plateau where we're like kind of unproductive again at our own apartments. So we got a co-working space, which I'm super, super, super excited for. And so we're going to work out of that starting in January. And I think that that will give me a lot of dedicated time so that when I'm at that co-working space, I'm like focused, I'm working, I'm not distracted by things that I feel like so easily distracted when you're like at your apartment. And then when I'm like with people, I'm like fully present with them and I'm not, you know, worrying about what I need to do for work. And I also want to batch content more. So I want to kind of like at the beginning of the month, plan all my content and batch it out for the most part, or at least plan it in the beginning of the month. And that way that throughout the month, I'm not like every single day being like, oh no, I need to do something else for work. I need to do this for work. Like I can just be organized in the beginning and have like one day, maybe it's like Saturday mornings or maybe it's Friday mornings. And I'm like doing all of my content stuff and working on that. And I want to have more of like a schedule and just be more organized as a whole. So that's one of my main goals. And I'm not trying to say like, you need to work and never sleep. Like, no, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying I've noticed that I've kind of been working at 80%. And if any of you feel that way, then take this time and set some goals for like how you're going to be more productive in the new year. So for me, that is that office and like batching content and just being more organized. And I'm very excited for it. I feel like it's going to be a really, really, really productive year and I'm going to get so much done. And when I'm filming this episode next year, I'm going to look back at this episode and I'm going to be so proud of myself. And I'm really excited for that. And then the next thing that I am focusing on is putting myself out there more. Kind of goes to what I was talking about in the beginning when I was doing my like month by month recap. But ideally, I want to put myself out there. And I'm not just talking about dating. I just want to put myself out there like being more open to meeting new people, being more open to, yes, going on dates and like, chatting with people and making friends and just like being more friendly. I feel like when I go out, I stick to myself and I stick to my friends. Like I'm not someone that branches out of my bubble. And so I really want to do that this next year. And I want to just put myself out there more. And I don't think that necessarily means dating apps, but like maybe it does. I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I've deleted all the dating apps. I don't like them. I wasn't in a place where I was ready for it. And I don't necessarily know if I am ready for a dating app. I think I want to try putting myself out there and meeting someone in the wild. Again, nothing against dating apps, but like I am someone and I was talking to my friends about this. I am someone that if I don't know you, it is very hard for me to do small talk. I'm really bad at that. When I go to the hair salon, I don't speak to my hairdresser. And I love that. I tell her what I want when I get there, cut my hair, do this color, whatever. And then we don't speak the entire hour. And it is 
amazing and beautiful and it's my favorite thing. And, you know, some people like just like are like, oh, my God, what? My hairdresser is my therapist. Like, no, no, no. I want silence. And it's great because my hairdresser does, too. So we work great together. I'm not someone that's great at small talk or like, for example, my Uber drivers. I will never speak to my Ubers. I will bring my headphones and put headphones in. So I'm not speaking to my Ubers on an airplane. Do not speak to me like I am very, very closed off. Not to say that I need to start like speaking to my hairdresser and like speaking to my Uber drivers, but I feel like that also goes in public. When I am in public, I'm not that approachable because I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) And that's like not necessarily a good thing. So I want to put myself out there more and I want to start being just like someone that is more approachable and that, you know, people can come up to me and talk to me and that I can like meet people in the wild and maybe go on a date from someone that I met out randomly. Like, I don't know. So that's my goal. And I know some of you girls out there aren't listening to this and being like, yep, that's me. It's okay, guys. Like, it's okay to be like that. But this year I am going to try to just be a little friendlier and we'll see how that goes. I'll give you guys an update. And then the last thing that I really want to focus on, yes, is my health. But let me give you some actual things that I'm prioritizing for my health because that's so generic and boring. So number one, I want to use the sauna minimum of three times a week. Ideally, I would like to use it every single day, but I want to use it a minimum of three times a week. I've heard so many health benefits from saunas and I have one at home, like one of those little sleeping bag type of saunas. So I need to start using it more. Last week, I did it four times a week and it was so nice. It helps you sleep better. Your immunity goes up so much. Like I was feeling sick and I did the sauna two times. And by the second day, I literally felt totally back to normal. So I think it's just great for your immunity. It's great for your health. I mean, I know that you like I think you like burn calories when you're in it, but that's not even what I care about. I care just about like the health benefits of like removing your toxins and like your skin clearing and being healthier and like increasing your immunity. So I'm very excited for that. Another thing is I'm getting facials every single month. I know that's not really prioritizing my health, but it is prioritizing my stress levels. I would also like to get a massage maybe every other month, like really chill out when I'm decompressing, you know, like have my downtime be like, super zen, super peaceful, and then just working out at least four times a week because I, like I said, I've been traveling a lot and my workout routine has been lacking. So I would love to work out four times a week. And also I would like to juice more. So I have a juicer, but every time I go to the grocery store, I want to buy ingredients for it. And I want to always have like a batch of like celery juice and cucumber juice that I have here just to start like cooking more and like making coffee here more and all that. And like, I want to start taking some like mushroom adaptogens and health elixirs. Like I'm going to be like a health nut in 2023 and I am excited for it. So I'll probably do a podcast episode on everything that I'm implementing in terms of health and kind of give you guys my thoughts on all of it. But yeah, those are my New Year's resolutions and my New Year's goals and I'm very, very excited for it. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to know what your New Year's resolutions and goals are, but it was so much fun recording this because it really made me sit down and think about what I want to do for the next year. And so I hope everyone has a beautiful end of 2022 and a very happy 2023. I'll see you guys next year. That's insane. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'll see you guys next year.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.